the You Go Boy podcast. Hey, um, hey, hey. We are here for week six. Maybe oh, my word. Week six. We in here. I know. That's crazy. And um, you have been listening to Jay Bosco. Yes. For the intro, we keep on hollering his name out. He's going to be coming out with some new tracks soon on iTunes. So uh, we're definitely going to support that. We'll, so please be on the lookout for that as it continues to come. But we're excited for this topic today. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep on with the, uh, we're staying with like the Christmas theme, which is uh, this week's topic. topic will be securing the bag. Yes. And it's going to be really dope. Yeah. So kind of call that bag. We're going to be securing our bag, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get started with that, let's have our little fireside chat. Tell me, friend, what is in your cup? Oh, friend. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm almost, I'm almost embarrassed, but I'm just not like y'all already know I'm the bougie friend. Okay. It is. Right. So a little backstory. The drink you got. Well, it's funny. You should mention that price. <laughs> um, so a little backstory. Um, I gained a new client and we were talking about bourbon and I, I really enjoy bourbon. And so she asked me, had I heard of this bourbon called uh, like Van Winkle um, hmm. bourbon. I was like, nah, I ain't never heard of that. I said, so she told me about it a little bit, sounded fancy. She's a lawyer. She's like, you know, the partners, they'll have it, but it's really expensive. So I'm like, you know, how much is it? And she said, oh, just look it up. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So another client of mine comes in later on. She loves bourbon as well. I'm like, hey, have you heard of this Van Winkle? She was like, Nigel. The shit is expensive. I was like, word? Like, how much is it? She said, look it up. Anytime somebody just tell you to look it up and they just don't give you the price, you just got to know it's like okay. ridiculously expensive. Yo, I looked up this bottle. It can range anywhere from $200 into Damn. the thousands of dollars. Nah. I'll and pass. I just see. And the thing was, the lady was like, I'll, she said, we won't never have it. I said, well, I'm not going to speak that into my life. You may not have it. I'm going to have it one day. I don't know when, but I'm going to have this bottle. And so some time goes past and my uh, teammate, Brittany, she has a, a friend and also client who manages a bourbon distillery here in like the Cincy, Kentucky area. So she comes in, I pitch it to her. I'm like, hey, have you heard of this bourbon? She's like, actually, yes, I have. And she just gives me some history behind it. She said, you know, actually, I have a bottle at home and I've only taken a shot out of it. And I really don't like it. It's really not my thing. And I'll bring it to you if you would like to try it. Absolutely. I would love to try it. So she comes in last week um, over the, you know, last week and she shows up and I was like, dog, I didn't even remind her to bring the bottle. But do you think that she forgot? She sure didn't. She brought me that bottle of Van Winkle. And before we got on tonight, I said, you know, I didn't even think to look up how much this bottle costs. Are y'all ready for how much this bottle costs? No. (laughs) Everybody take a deep breath. All right. (sighs) (laughs) This Van Winkle Special Reserve Lot B is on the market. I Googled it for $1,400. Oh, geez, I couldn't even say it. (laughs) <laughs> 14, ain't no look at that because every tipsy is the same $1,400 well not every tipsy is the same because the white tipsy versus dark liquor tipsy is different but 
don't know. I, I ain't no. drinking for 400. I mean, it's a once in a lifetime. Or maybe not even once in a lifetime. I mean, it's an experience that you're it's getting. It's an experience. And you know I'm here for an experience. I pay yeah. for an experience. I'm just grateful mm-hmm. you know, that the energies, you know, brought the bottle to me. And I didn't have to dig in my piggy bank. Because if I had to dig in mine, I don't know when I would have had it. So well, that's too damn much for me. Uh, so, friend, so that's, that's, that's what's in my that's what's in my uh, snifter tonight. Tell us, <laughs> tell us what you drinking on. Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't took it there, Nigel. But no, so I am getting ready for my Christmas party. Um, I do a Great American Cookie Party, which people come and bring their cookies, and it's a cookie competition. Um, something different for the holidays. Um, I provide the food. And the liquor. And so this year I wanted to do sangria. So I found out that sangria has brandy in it. And so I've been drinking on the the sangria uh, for like the past like two, three hours. So I'm cleaning my house, like putting up Christmas decorations and everything. So it's been really fun. But yeah, Parmesan, I probably most likely would not drink it by itself. But I love me some sangria. (laughs) I ain't had Parmesan since like years ago when i say years it's been some quite some time like that was probably one of the first brandies i ever had and i had it with coke and i had it in atlanta and i thought i was really doing something i think i was what 22 and i was like oh my god the guys were like yeah we getting palmasine that was probably the first time i ever had dark liquor because college i was all about 1800 oh damn nigel reposado oh you was pissing hard with the eight wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> But wait a minute. So, like, for Parmesan, I mean, like, what else? Like, when I went to the liquor store, it was, like, Parmesan and E&J for Brandy. That was, like, it. And I wasn't doing E&J because that just sounds like a gas station. And so, like, <laughs> so like Parmesan sounds like a legitimate, more like, a, like you know, I, I, and I'm not the bougie friend, but I do have a little bit of standards. And so I was, like, I'm not going to do E&J. Mm-hmm. I will do Parmesan, but at the same time, I never had brandy. Yeah. Okay. And I would I would venture to say that, mo- well, I ain't going to say that. I just know that most of the times when we're hanging around people that's drinking dark liquor, they're dr- typically drinking a cognac like, uh, or Canadian whiskey like Crown, or they're having Hennessy, something like that. Most people are not bringing E&J to the spot. <laughs> ain't that the truth, though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the street, they call it Irk and Jerk. <laughs> Irk and Jerk. Uh, what that mean? You know, <laughs> really no. By the end of this podcast, I do want to tell y'all who makes ENJ because it did trip us out. But anyway, so you're preparing. Yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all. I gotta look it up. Okay, I forgot to do that. But anyway, so you prepare for your Christmas party. What else have you been up to? Well, that's been really um, the main thing for me. Uh, I've just, you know, just been getting more into myself, knowing me. <laughs> that type of thing mm-hmm. doing my work and um just really enjoying life i think like a uh, part about securing the back which we'll talk about later but mm-hmm. i've been going through this transition around like owning myself um in the work uh in my purpose instead of just saying like i am a part of profound gentleman which is the company uh and organization that i started mm-hmm. but like more so understanding like my purpose is bigger than that and so i have been really reflecting on that um and yeah i've been enjoying myself i just got back from atlanta um attended a 
a uh, launch opening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was for Allure Models. And one of my friends was like starting this. Well, one of my, a friend of a friend uh, is the person who started the launch. Um, and then my friend, his boyfriend is actually the one who is over the uh, the app. And so I went to Atlanta to support him and just saw a lot of just black gay male like creatives in the space mm-hmm. and just like how we support each other. And it's just really dope. Like, that's just really dope to see, like, people from D.C., um, Boston, mm-hmm. Atlanta, uh, Charlotte, me, hey, me, uh, from Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just great to see that people are just so willing to network with, with one another. And so I'm, uh-huh. I've been really taking the time to, to really uh, reconnect with individuals. And so, yeah, that's what I've been working on um, lately. And just been really enjoying that experience around, like, how can I support people? And honestly, I've just been asking that question a lot. Um, how you can I think support people. I, I just been asking people like, how can I support you? That's you know what I mean? Like I've been really just asking, like, like, like not let me know if you can, if I can support you, mm-hmm. how can I support you? Cause I want to support you. Yeah. That's you a different, that just that warding right there just made the difference. Yep. Yeah. So I just want to go in days the- without ever saying like, you know, let me know. And you'd be like, yep. oh, okay. Yeah, months down the line, you could have launched whatever, what you know, never even came back around to mm-hmm. you know supporting the person. So that's mm-hmm. and even better with that, I end up also asking individuals, um, can I support you by doing X, Y, and Z? So if I know their work a little bit more in detail, mm-hmm. I would say, hey, can I support you by like you know once a month? Let's get on a consult. Uh, let's get on a call and let's like consult. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just like you know dive through and like have some deep thinking around like some of your thoughts like i'm about that and so like i even take it a step further and say like you know sometimes it's difficult for people when you tell when you tell them like you know how can i support you then they have to think about how you could support them yeah because instead it's probably ain't even used to hearing somebody say that right but what i even like i even like to take it even a step further once i know the work that they're doing i say hey can i support you by doing this can i support you by you know, helping you with with the programming or anything like that. Because that helps people like, yes, because mm-hmm. then they don't even have to think about how you can support them because you're mm-hmm. already in the mindset of that. So like, I'm really, I just want to be a servant right now as we are closing out, you know, the uh, 2018 year yeah. and it has taught me so much. And yeah, and I think that's how it's going to get me to the next bag too, which we'll talk about later, but I really do think that. So yeah, that's what I've been working on. Cool. That's yeah. Yeah, what yeah. about yourself? Ah, <laughs> uh, Lord, Lord, Lord. I don't know. I just feel like I've just been running, running, running. Um, finishing out the semester, which is great. I'm just that much closer to getting that good masterhood. Thank you, Jesus. I know. I love oh. it. I love. I I don't like the sleeves, but I do like that little. I can't thing wait to wear that little back. regalia. I'm about to. I know, right? Get up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, finishing out the school year. I'm figuring out how to get involved in my communities. So I've been diving into some community service, excuse me. And, um, you know, it's crazy. It's the, it's the end of the year. So the salon is jumping, jumping. You know, everybody trying to get the hair done. Yeah. Get the wigs done. Get the wigs cleaned up and styled and shaken off. Uh, so that's really what I've been doing um, as of late. And hence the reason why we're 
just recording a little bit later because man, it's just crazy. We have been really busy. Yeah. Securing the bag. And that's funny because people ask me, and we're recording on, we're actually, you guys, just being transparent, we're recording on a day that we supposed to have released the podcast. Right. And so people ask me like, you know, don't y'all supposed to be releasing a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, about that. Like, right. <laughs> we've just been busy. Um, really but it's have. just been great. And I love that we have some amazing um, supporters, not yes. fan supporters, yes. um, who are just, you know, waiting for us. And so we're continuing to give y'all, you know, the content and helping y'all to just grow as individuals. Yes. Yeah, so let's just jump into a secure in the bag. That has been uh, popular in the community. Probably what I think over the last few years. Right. Yeah. I, I love that. Name. But first we have to take a commercial break. Oh, okay. And then- <laughs> I was so excited. I know. Then- <laughs> And then we'll come back. So again, you guys have been listening to You Go Boy Podcast. That was just our fireside chat. And we'll be back with Secure in the Bag. This podcast is sponsored by Brittany Kelly Brands. Brittany Kelly Brands features Chic Girl Cosmetics. Her luxury lippies are for the everyday glamour girl. They're crisp, clean, and full of fun colors for everyone. Also for the luxury girl, check out Brittany Kelly Handbag Collection. It's the perfect accessory for your fall wardrobe. For more information, please go to www.brittanykelly.com. And when you order, use code YouGoBoy for 20% off your entire order plus free shipping. Be sure to follow her on IG at Brittany Kelly Brands. All right, we are back with the You Go Boy podcast, and today's topic is securing that bag. Yes. So I'm excited about this topic um, because it's been like, you know, it's been a trendy saying in the community for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, you could text somebody, like, what you doing, trying to secure this bag? Or just securing the bag is just such a, a, a universal thing, and it can mean more than just money. And I think that's yeah. the thing that I really want to touch on tonight is that securing the bag is more than just the day-to-day nine-to-five or whatever your hustle looks like getting that money. It's like being a little bit more intentional about the security of your bag, like yeah. long-term thinking. How are you investing in yourself? How are you investing in your business? Like that type of thing. But um, so, yeah, Mario, so what does, in your life right now, mm-hmm. what does securing a bag mean to you and or look like for you? Yeah, so I think, like, so every year going into the, the new year um, in December in my church, we choose a word. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think, like, part of, like, securing a bag, you know how, like, you have, like, Fendi or Gucci or Louis Vuitton on the bag? Yes, Louis Vuitton. Um, right. I think about... When securing the bag, I think about my word on the bag. And so my word this year is exceedingly. And I spelled exceedingly with the with an S instead of a C. So seed. So mm-hmm. meaning that every seeds that I plant, I'm 
exceedingly growing in, in 2019 and like really being prepared for that. And so I think about like securing the back means that like what you started, you will finish. And I think like, to me, that's, that's what it means. So if I start and plant these seeds, I'm committed to growing them. I'm mm-hmm. committed to the dry and droughts of it all um, and seeing this thing out. And so I think securing the back, it gives you confidence that in the end that, you know, and sometimes, you know, in those dark moments, it may not look like that the bag is reachable, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm committed to it. I'm committed to securing the bag. I'm committed to that purpose. Um, I also think around securing the bag, having a lock on it. Um, I think like the cash is inside of the lock and your intentions is the fabric. So your intentions in the fabric, the lock is your purpose. So you got to create the right code to open up that bag. And then once you get inside of it, you then- better give us metaphors <laughs> on tonight. <laughs> okay. I, I, I had to squint my eyes. I said, let me pay attention. Okay. And then once you get inside of that bag, then there's obviously often the cash reward. But I think again, the fabric is your intention. The lock is your purpose. And so it does, is it the right code? And sometimes, you know, you have the bag, that bag's supposed to go to somebody else because it's that, it's their code, you know, uh, and, and that could open up that bag. And so what does it mean to, to uh, of a necessary like transaction type of thing? But that's what I think about with securing a bag is that sometimes that bag ain't always yours. And oftentimes, uh, in order to open up that bag, you got to have the right code. And that code is your purpose in order for you to get, get the money. <laughs> you quiet. <laughs> I am. I'm really processing what you said. That was a very interesting illustration. Um, I think especially when you talk about having the right code. And mm-hmm. I've been using the word algorithm lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and just realizing that life and securing the bag, you know, finding your purpose, figuring out what that, what does that look like in your workplace and your relationship or whatever, um, testing out different algorithms to see what works for you. So when you said the code to something like, I think about people, um, who work, you know, who may be working a job and around this time of year, uh, some people are starting to think because they have, you know, all this time off of work, most people. So they start thinking about like, is this job really serving me? Am I really in the career that I want to be in? Am I really happy um, Mm -hmm. with my end of the year review? How can Mm -hmm. I go into this next year bigger and better? Or how can Mm -hmm. I start working on my exit strategy or whatever? So um, I was kind of thinking about that as you were as you were talking about the the code, the right code, um, what's yeah. the right algorithm for my life? Like what yeah. works for me? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what I yeah because the I bag may look good, you know what I mean. It may look it may look full, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about I'm trying to secure the bag, you know, trying to make sure that that bag is going to be mine. But oftentimes, like you may be fooled you know like that bag may have a whole bunch of cotton in it <laughs> well let me not say cotton because we like i get sensitive <laughs> i was at hobby lobby the other day <laughs> i was i was at hobby lobby the other day and they were selling like cotton i'm like i hate when people sell like cotton on like the twigs and stuff i'd be like hell no nah. let me get the hell on up out of hey. here 
<laughs> I love Hobby Lobby, but I can't do it. Can't do it when that happens. <laughs> but yeah, so, so yeah. <laughs> but those those bags may be full. You know what I mean? You may think it is, but but what is the substance inside of it? You know, and I think we as millennials we talk about securing a bag a lot. Mm-hmm. But like, what? How is it attached to your character? You know, are you trying to secure the bag, and because it's going back to what you were talking about? Does it serve me? Do I serve it? What are my mm-hmm. values towards it? Am I looking to transition? Because it's no longer fulfilling to me. You know what I mean? It's milk and I need meat type of thing. Yeah. So like, what's in the bag is just full, but it ain't full with the stuff that I need in order to grow. Well, you know, that's interesting. I want to change the gear just a smidge when you said, yeah. like, is it serving me? I need uh, meat and it's actually milk. And uh, just thinking about like, sometimes it sounds good just to say you have this bag secured, but it's like, what are you really securing? That's true. Come on. Like when you just said, yeah. um, you have a bag and it's secured, yeah. but is it really serving you? Are you just comfortable with this bag because you know it's secure? Because I know a lot of times like, when you got a lot going on, it's just nice sometimes to know that just something is secured. Like it might not be exactly what you want. It may not be exactly what you need. It could be a relationship and it could be a job. It could be like, Mm -hmm. I just feel good knowing that I have this secured. This is my quote unquote bag. Mm -hmm. And I'm good with that for Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Or I could just be good with it altogether. Cause Mm -hmm. you mentioned about your morals and your values and things like sometimes we come, we can be just comfortable Mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. this quote-unquote bag mm-hmm. and that could you know could be used as anything mm-hmm. you know like i said job relationship all that i agree and the funny thing is sometimes it, in order to secure the bag often the right bag is going to require right for bag. you to be um uncomfortable honestly yeah you know, it really will and i think i'm learning how to be comfortable in uncomfortable positions or let me say it this way because it's going to sound a little bit more um clearer i'm learning to go with the flow in uncomfortable position in uncomfortable situations and positions i'm really learning what it means to trust god and have faith in 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 positions that you know i'm like whoo like it's testing me definitely in relationship game you know what mm-hmm. i mean i think you know we talk about securing a bag and jobs i think like securing a bag and work i read a quote that said i think they said like oh and I might be misquoting them, but it was close to this number. But over 70% of your most successful people are either in long-term relationships or married. So what does that mean, right? So I think like simultaneously, while you're living out your purpose, you also need to be trying to find somebody who's going to motivate you and go through this walk with you. You know, and what does that mean? I think that's my struggle area. Like I, mm-hmm. people look at me and say, okay, you know, you're great. <laughs> you know, honestly, it, your work and everything like that, you know, four years in of having your own business, that's crazy, you know, mm-hmm. but we're at relationships. And I think that is the bag I need to try to secure, <laughs> secure more um, and not recognizing that, you know what I mean? And not just for a financial gain or for a selfish game, but understanding how being in a relationship is one of the most vulnerable things you could do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes that is the bag, you know, oftentimes that is a bag that people are, a lot of males, you know, are scared of Mm -hmm. um, pursuing and securing that bag, you know? Um, 
so I think of securing the back, we, we think about it as money, but I think about it as multiple things. And I think, you know, even in my own insecurities, that is something that I want to continue to. And I like that you said the word, um, well, not just, I like that you said insecurity, but in securing a relationship bag, it does highlight or reveal to you some insecurities that you may have in securing that bag altogether. Um, yeah. Especially if you think about your current state and desire state, like currently you may be single, you know, future state, you want to be in a relationship if that's what's something that you desire and you see beneficial for your life and or marriage and all that. But that process in between is when you find out, you know, through dating and being honest and being vulnerable that, yo, I actually got some insecurities in this area, got some baggage here, need some Mm. healing here. And it's an ongoing Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. um, for sure. Because I know for me, like, as I've shared, you know, I share with you and other friends, like there are just moments where my insecurities pop up unbeknownst to me, like, whoa, I didn't even know that, mm-hmm. that was a, a thing. I didn't know I was experiencing an insecurity or I was being uncomfortable or I find myself being triggered as I am constantly making sure my relationship bag is secure. Yeah. 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 So. There are a couple of things I think like th- th- that you mentioned that's really, really interesting and good is around like the baggage, right? In mm-hmm. order for you to secure the bag, sometimes you got to release the bags that you currently got. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, you know, I, I love me. I love Gap, but I'd rather take, you know, a higher end company, you know, <laughs> in order to take the higher end company, I, company, I got to stop wearing my Gap bag. You know what I mean? Like, or at least put the bag away. Or at least put the bag away. You know what I mean? No, but yeah, but to yeah. you, you got to... Yeah, and I'm, and I'm speaking of analogy, you know what I mean, yeah. with this. But I'm, you know, you know that is true. I think sometimes our hands are so tied that we can't even secure the bag, you know. And then when it comes to relationships, we highly bring in other baggage into relationships. So if you're trying to secure the bag, you got to release bags because yes. you're trying to secure the bag. You know what I mean? Yeah, the bag. And it does. Yeah, and I think the second thing that you mentioned uh, is that, yes, it does take faith. It takes uh opportunity for you to say that like i'm going to trust the process and go with the flow um and and knowing that like this thing is for me mm-hmm. that to me is difficult um you know as you think about it you know that 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 part requires for you to say hey i'm gonna like you just said have my hands and i ain't gonna touch it you know what i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna keep on going with it you know make it happen um and i think really let's get real Oftentimes, that's the part where we lose momentum the most is that when we did all of our part to secure the bag mm-hmm. and it still hasn't been secured, where does the other pieces come into play? And I think that's when you have to know that you didn't do the work, that you have planted the seed, you know? Yeah. Planted that I mean, seed. Especially when, I mean, in any relationship, it doesn't matter if it's romantic, platonic, or whatever. You can only, you know, you can only do your part. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, like it's up to the other end of, you know, the other person or persons or whatever to do their part in order for, you know, it to be what it what you would desire it to be. And if that's not the case with that individual or what have you, then you gotta move you gotta move forward. But at least you have the tools that you need now to move forward and secure another bag, you know? Because yeah. the bags are the bags are out there to be secured. <laughs> there's a lot of ass it's, it's right? many bags so, okay there's many bags there's, there's many bags 
Go get the bag. And not that. to be like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I have just noticed in the last several weeks um, how many people around me are having that awakening with themselves, like closing chapters with individuals that didn't serve them. Mm. And they are really intentionally doing the work on themselves to own the value of who they are, what they want, what they desire, what they deserve. And they want to do the work on them so that when the opportunity comes again to secure the next bag, yeah, they're all about it. And yeah. they want to make sure that they're asking the right questions to gauge, is this worth investing my time into trying to secure this bag? Yeah. Um, so I've really just noticed that energy around me, which is really, really great. Because aside from them, like obviously wanting relationship, it's like really wanting a better and deeper and healthier relationship with self. Mm-hmm. And that is going to draw that type of energy that you uh, want in your life to you. Mm-hmm. And people being open that. to letting, Energy. yeah, letting go as well. Back to that point, like people are at the same time, like you said, simultaneously releasing their hands, the grip on whatever bags that they may have had, like releasing that grip so that they can have their hands open and ready to receive the new and refreshed energy. Uh, okay, and I think it's going. I think it's it's a good uh, point to make of uh, of going back to what is the bag, and the bag is really. Yeah. Honestly, again, the fabric is your purpose. You know what I mean? And your gift will make rooms room for you, you know, Absolutely. in the holiday spirit. Your gift <laughs> will make room for you. And so in the end, that bag is really about your purpose and that you will reap the benefits of you actually going towards your purpose. Now, what does that look like? You know, and I think, again, it takes sacrifice. I think, you know, while I was securing a bag uh, as I was starting a PG, it meant taking a step back. It meant going and living in an apartment that was around $500 a month mm-hmm. with uh, roaches outside. No roaches got inside, thank God, but it was no <laughs> roaches. I'm telling you, it was about like 20 roaches outside. Every that was day. big for you. You did uh, downsize. I downsized, and I did Uber. I Uber for a year and a half. You know what I mean? And it was like, and people's like, what are you doing? Securing the bag. But it, is, it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like right. it. Right. <laughs> like, you just, baby boy, you just left an apartment. <laughs> I'm so all on it. Like, Tyler and Marquez are me and Nigel's mentees, and they were just here like a week and a half ago, and they love B Simo. So, like, we were watching the videos so much, like, this week, like that, that weekend. Yeah. But, like, now I'm just like constantly saying her name uh, she is hilarious but i do love that you pointed that out like yes securing the bag can look different one for everybody and it's going to be situational what that's going to look like because you went from teaching having this secured bag of sorts to now you want to go out on a limb and well not on a limb but go out on faith i should say yeah pursue your dream a call that you have on your life to create it, create this organization, which required you to downsize, downsize majorly, yeah, like almost cut your rent in half, almost. It wasn't half, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, in half, yeah, yeah. and then you took on Ubering, which yeah. nowadays, like a lot of people, Uber and Lyft and do all the Uber Eats and different services, but to go from having this secured paycheck to now like 
supplementing your income by way of all these various sources yeah. of jobs. Yep. And that's what I had to do. Yep. And I, you know, I deferred my loans too in that period, you know, really took a hit on my credit as well. And now my credit is good. I'm up here talking about re, uh, uh, uh what is it? Consolidating, uh, my loans and, uh, refinancing them and to get a lower interest and stuff like that. Like right. four years later looking at that. But I think like oftentimes, you know, People don't want to do the dirty work of what is required for you to secure the bag. When I look at every, okay, Man, when I look say at every, that again, yes, because that's a hum. I'm sorry, that's a humbling moment. Yeah, can we just talk? Just say that is a very humbling moment. Yeah, to go from having this income to yeah. now where you where you just mentioned like rent cut in half i'm doing what others may deem as the dirty work but it's a very humbling experience because yeah. it's preparing you for what you were getting ready to endeavor upon yes and it keeps you humble i love the quote that oprah says and i think this is what helps me to continue to go uh, to the next level. I think I'm experiencing the next level in my leadership as well. Um, in addition to always, this is my leadership philosophy. Oprah said, um, although I'm wearing different shoes, my feet are still planted on the ground. And I believe in that. Like I may be wearing different shoes and they may look good. They may be more expensive and they may, mm -hmm. you know, have, don't no, no longer have holes in them, but my feet are still planted on the ground. Meaning that I am going to always continue to be a leader. That's always doing the work versus mm -hmm. having my feet kicked up and making sure that, you know, the soles of my shoes are not, you know, getting scuffed. You know, I, I really believe in just the work of it all like i love to work and i think that's you know what honors people and like god sees that and says like hey i'm gonna continue to move you forward because i see that like you know you're not phased by all of this you know what i mean like you know how you can i would definitely to say you are a person who embraces with a smile and you know granted only you and the lord know how you feel sometimes internally Hell, um, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, yeah, naturally <laughs> so. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, the, even though, like, you still embrace the process of, like, okay, well, this is what I have to do, mm -hmm. or however long I have to do it. Like, I'm gonna give my best to this. Just like when entertainers say, like, it doesn't matter if it's one person in the crowd or a million. You need mm -hmm. to perform the same way for both crowds or yeah. both, you know, settings, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's how it is even as you and I are entrepreneurs and other people who are listening. It's like, it doesn't matter if you are living in a space where you can afford this, <laughs> this mm -hmm. bourbon that I can't even afford yet. <laughs> um, you know, if you're living in that space or if you're living in a space where you split in a $500, you know, rent, like you got to have the same, you got yeah. to have a, a spirit of contentment and gratefulness yes. about wherever you are and yes. carry that energy with you because that is the thing that separates the people. Yes. And that's, it, it, so it, I think it, the reason why it resonates with me so much, because I remember when I could barely give you $250 of yeah. my portion of our rent but still yep. tried to decorate my bedroom like a hotel that I couldn't even afford in Buckhead. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To now going from that to having the rent that was 435 and I was like, Lord, 
I'm gonna decorate this place too. I went and got my paint from Home Depot and I did what I could do with what I had. And I was just yeah. grateful. And it's like that same energy, that gratefulness, that contentment for wherever I am, Lord, help me to be content here. And contentment doesn't mean that I'm complacent. Yeah. I'm yet pressing toward the mark because I yeah. know that there's greater for me. But while yes. I'm right here, I'm going to be grateful and I'm going to be a good steward over what you've entrusted me with. Yes. And I, and I look forward to what you're going to give me. And yes, I'm going to be upset some days. Yes, I'm going to be mad. But at the same time, I'm going to choose every day to change that mad into glad. I'm going to choose to turn my frustration into gratefulness. And I'm going to ask those around me to say, hey, when I'm feeling pissed about this, let me be human. And let me vent. Yeah. Let me vent. <laughs> yes. Let yep. me do that. Yep, yep, yep. But then yep. at a certain point, like, okay. Yep. What went well today? Yeah. And honestly, what you just said was was gratitude. You know, I think what gets you from blessing to blessing is gratitude. And how do I have gratitude in the moments where I'm not sure where the money is coming from? When you know, I don't and, know and, if the bag is going when when I yes. know that the bag is going to be secure, but I just don't know how the bag is going to be secure. Yes, and you know what? I my favorite song whenever I I don't have whenever I actually majority of the time when I'm feeling iffy or feeling ungrateful is because I'm not, I don't have gratitude. And the song that I listen to is Hold On, Change Is Coming. Because oh, yes, that song, that's no, that, that part where he says, uh, I take a look around and I see that I'm getting by. Mm-hmm. That's the part that gets me. Like, bruh, all bills have been paid for and you still got money, right? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, who do you answer to? every single day you see what i'm saying and like Mm -hmm. for example like even i want to take it further to people who are interested in getting into entrepreneurship you know do i have a paycheck to help me to fund to continue to go and further and invest into my entrepreneurship endeavors i do so although i currently work in corporate america right now right like mm-hmm. I still have a paycheck where I'm constantly, continually putting more money aside mm-hmm. to go into my entrepreneurship endeavors. That 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 right there is enough to have gratitude, right? That you yeah. have enough money, you know. Because I know of plenty of friends who are making six figures that are trying to transition to having their own business. They're looking at me and saying, "How can I do what you do?" And I'm like. Uh, I'm trying to make six figures like you, you know, and obviously that's not just the goal. You know what I mean? Obviously a nonprofit, the purpose of it is what you start off with. But, and I tell people this in nonprofit all the time, it does not, you should not feel bad about you want to make your money because every other organization makes their money. You know what yes, I mean? That's like, I'm glad that you say that to people because when people, well, I should say, let me speak for me. Mm-hmm. When I was in school and I heard nonprofit, I was thinking, well, shit, they ain't making no money. Okay. And so who would want to, you know, do that? Who do that? that? Okay. Everybody is, quote unquote, for profit and they're getting money. But clearly there are ways for those organizations to not only become sustainable, but for their employees to live well as, you know, as well. There's money out there for that. Yep. I agree. That was good. <laughs> I think like honestly there was just so many nuggets that I don't even know if like there's any more nuggets to really even share because it's like 
it's like I think it, it's going to take time for people, even including myself, to process like what just have have been said just in this session alone. Is you know, I could go for the, the this bag, you know, but what does that bag look like, and is that the bag for me? Mm-hmm. And if I go for this bag, right? Like in between me, now if I go for this bag and I don't have it yet, what do I need in order to keep myself uh, um, motivated? Is gratitude that I am still here. You know, that's our song right there. You know, listen to Color Purple. I am, I'm here. I'm here. The, you know what the, I mean? I'm still here. That's just enough to just keep on going. There are it two songs that I really like when I find myself in that space. I love yes. to listen to, um, well, there's three. You and I share one of them, which is yes. um, yeah. the Vashon Mitchell song featuring Kim Burrell. Kim Burrell, child. Um, over, over and, and over. over. Yeah. Because the words say over and over again, I ask myself, what am I still doing here? And yeah. that, that's because you Ooh. have a problem in your life. And it was funny because Mario and I, we didn't even know that we both loved that song. But yes. when we found out, like, that's our song. It was during Spring Break Tour when we was in Atlanta at the Marriott Marquis. And you played the song, I said, <laughs> I said I listen to that song every day. I said you got you. You was like you got to be kidding me. I listen to that song every day. So that's our like national anthem as yes. our best friend over, and over. over and over. Yeah. I listen Bashan. to that. Yes, I listen to "Hide Me" by Kurt Franklin. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Hide mm-hmm. me because it says in order mm-hmm. for my faith to grow is when you let your winds blow and I and I know that it's making me stronger now. So rain don't go away. So it's like. I know this is uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, I know Sorry. it's uncomfortable. Woo! But Lord, this yeah. I don't like this, but whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to trust you. I don't like it, but keep doing it because I know at the end of the yeah. day, it's going to be great. You're making me, me stronger. Think about it because I talked about the word exceedingly, right? Mm-hmm. And the word seed, right? And seed is planted in the ground, meaning that it's hidden, right? Meaning mm-hmm. that the dirt is over the seed. So in order for a seed to grow, it must be hidden. So mm-hmm. God, hide me. Hide I mean, me do the so work. that I'm able to grow. Come on. Keep on going. I love that one. And, um, <laughs> my fav- one of my favorite songs is... Um, by Walter Hawkins, Be Grateful. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In, in the beginning, it says, God has not promised me sunshine and rain. That's rain. not the way that it's going to be. Yes. Um, I probably messed up the words a little bit. God but has the point not is, promised me uh, <laughs> sunshine. sunshine. That's not that the way not it's, the way it's going to be. be. But, but a little, a little rain. rain. Yeah. Going back to the rain portion, just like yeah. in the other song. Like, it's just that balance of the reality of life. Some days are going to be sunny. Mm-hmm. 85 degrees low humidity a soft breeze that's where everybody wants that san francisco bay area weather yeah but i'm sorry but sometimes i love san francisco that, look <laughs> sometimes that san diego weather sometimes you're gonna get that other weather where yep. it's just dreary it's rainy yeah it's disgusting it's cloudy i want to get out of bed mm-hmm. like you're gonna have a balance of those, right? Yeah. The hope is that you have more good days, quote unquote, than not so good days. But in every situation, it's about perspective and choosing, like you said, gratefulness to be yes. in this place of gratitude yeah. and contentment and using what you have in that moment. You know, so those are three songs that really get me through. I love it. This entrepreneurship life, yeah. this 
uh, relationship life when I realized that I'm probably tripping and I'm overthinking <laughs> and I haven't let go of certain bags and my insecurities yeah. are like hitting me in my face. Ooh, excuse me, so that I can grow. So, yeah, that's all I got. I'm full. Oh. I'm just trying to secure these bags. Secure. In 2019, I'm going forward, doing everything yes. that scares me. Yes. I'm going toward that. Yes. And going, I might be going, going in fear and trouble. Authentically. Authentically. Intentionally. Int- Exceedingly. <laughs> Abundantly. Okay. Yeah, I'm going toward <laughs> that. I'm nervous. I ain't a lot of y'all. Shoot. But I'm, I want to continue to grow mm. the stretch and um, charter, unchartered territory in my own life. Yeah. Because I don't so you guys, we are here. We're securing a bag. Listen, secure that bag. Okay, write, write your bags down. Right, don't be afraid. Write, write it write down. Your bags down. Come write on. Write your bags down. Yes. What bags are you trying to secure, and what's left of 2018, or yeah. what bags you want to let go of, so that moving forward into this next chapter, next season, next year, what bags do you want to secure? Write them down. Write them. Write them down. Some people like to have vision board parties. Great. I do. If you're I not that them. person, <laughs> hell, I wrote mine on an index card one year. It doesn't matter. But those Write it down. True. Those things come true. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you, uh, Nigel Massif and Legend. Um, but My pleasure. Mario Javon, Brandy, and Pinot Noir. Please. <laughs> Can we just call it Sangria? Oh, <laughs> it sounds really... Uh, but you guys have been listening. You go, boy, podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys in 2019. Yeah, see you then. Y'all have a great and safe holiday.